self-reverence, self-knowledge, and self-control. These three alone lead one to sovereign power. This is a quote from Lord Tennyson, a British poet. And in this episode, you're going to learn about the first step towards self-discipline, self-examination. You're going to find out why it's so important to engage in moments of deep and honest self-examination because that's what leads to self-knowledge and self-knowledge brings us to solid self-discipline and so much more. I'm Desmond and this is your Mental Mastery Moment Podcast, episode 43. The Mental Mastery Moment is presented every weekday to provide you with a short mindset reset so you can approach each day with the proper mental attitude to maximize your potential. Here's Desmond with your Mental Mastery Moment. Take a look around you right now, whether you're driving or you're walking or you're in your house right now or at the office. Look around at everybody who's around you. Look at everything that's around you. Look at where you're living, where you're working, where you're going right now. Everything that's around you is the result of a little law called cause and effect. The results you see all around you are the effect of your previous thoughts and actions. Those are the cause. And if you take good actions and you have good thoughts, you'll see good results. Now, of course, others can kind of poison your results because they're affecting things as well through their actions and their thoughts, especially if they're in your world, with you, in your community. What about, though, when our positive actions cause an immediate discomfort? Well, when it comes to improving ourselves, a good action will oftentimes, and a matter of fact, I would say almost always cause a seemingly negative immediate effect. That discomfort is temporary, though. I like to use our physical well-being to illustrate truths about our emotional, our psychological, and our spiritual well-being. Sometimes it's so much easier to see it when it's in the physical, and we can see the cause and effect a little bit more readily than we can when we're talking about emotional things, psychological things, and certainly spiritual issues. And in the physical world, when you take a positive action like going to work out, it will lead to an immediate and even an intermediate discomfort, meaning it takes us out of a place of comfort. And too often, we want to escape that potential discomfort. We want to stay in our comfort zone or maybe go find another comfort zone. And that's really where we get into some sort of escapism where we'll find something else to do instead of doing what needs to be done. We'll look away from the issue that's calling us out and we'll find something else to put our attention on. And that happens all the time when we want to improve upon ourselves. And again, in any one of those areas that I'm talking about, we have to have the self-discipline to pass through that intermediate effect or we'll never achieve the final benefit. And when it comes to improving our self-discipline, you can imagine how this problem is compounded. If you don't have enough self-discipline to go through that discomfort in order to get to more self-discipline, it's very, very difficult. So you really have to focus on taking some baby steps in this. But one of the best things you can do is become aware of the need for self-examination because that, again, leads to self-knowledge and eventually that leads to self-discipline and every other attribute that we're looking for within ourselves. And you have to realize true and honest self-examination will make you uncomfortable. 
to stick with that physical fitness parallel to help illustrate this point, if I go to the gym and I throw a couple of two and a half pound weights on a barbell and then I do some overhead squats, I'm probably not going to do much to affect my immediate or even my intermediate discomfort, but I'm also not going to do much to affect my long-term betterment. If I want to have real results, I need to put some real weights on that barbell that push me to my edge. I need to actually feel that immediate discomfort, which will reassure me that there's going to be an intermediate discomfort, and then I'll know that I've done what it takes to achieve that lasting long-term change to myself. And that same holds true when it comes to self-examination. If you're just scratching the surface and not really looking at yourself honestly, It's not going to be very uncomfortable. You're going to get up from that, and you're going to be thinking, I'm doing fine. But that should set off alarm bells in your head. If you say, I'm doing fine, you need to dig a little deeper. You need to put a few more weights on that barbell. If you're doing your overhead squats and it's not really causing you any immediate pain, you need to throw some more weights on. If you're doing some self-examination and it's not really finding any area that's uncomfortable for you, you need to dig a little bit deeper. You need to look in that area you're intentionally avoiding. At the same time, though, I want to I want to warn you, don't go too far. You don't want to risk injury, and this happens again in the fitness world, but it happens a lot in our emotional world. We start to make mistakes. We feel a little pain. We start to beat ourselves up, and then we're injured. And we no longer are in a condition where we can continue to do some deep self-examination because it's just too painful. Just like in the gym, you injure yourself and you can't do any more exercises. You're not going to strengthen yourself in the gym when you've got a pulled muscle because it's just too painful to do anything. Even existence becomes incredibly painful. So you need to make sure you're engaging in a healthy approach to self-examination where you, and this is key, don't let your current condition become your sentence for life. You must look at yourself honestly, knowing that this self-examination is going to lead to you becoming better than ever. In fact, I would say you need to see your willingness to engage in honest self-examination as an attribute which trumps every single flaw you discover in the process. I'm going to repeat that because I want you to understand this. You have to see your willingness to engage in honest self-examination as an attribute which trumps any flaws you may discover in the process. This is what keeps you from getting injured, that perspective. So as you dig deep and look at yourself, you have to understand, I'm doing this not because I have these flaws, but because I'm moving out of them, because I'm getting better, because I'm getting stronger. And as you dig deep and you start to know more about yourself, you'll start to empower yourself to grow. What if tomorrow morning you woke up and you just felt horrible, your stomach felt bad and your chest was sore and your back was aching and you went to see your doctor and when you did, she met you in the lobby and without asking a question, just said, here, take a couple of these every morning this week and you should be good. You'd think she'd lost her mind. Not a question, not an exam, not even taking your temperature, did nothing, blood pressure, nothing. She doesn't even know what's wrong with you. How could she know what to prescribe? Well, that's what I gave to Mr. Johnson last week, and he's doing great now. If that happened to me, I'd say, but what worked for him is not necessarily going to work for me. Well, we'll just keep giving you medicine until we figure it out. Something's got to work. That's not, (laughs) that sounds absurd when we think of it that way. But how many of us have spent years doing the same thing when it comes to our 
emotional well-being, when it comes to our psychological and spiritual well-being. Some of us have spent decades doing this. Some even spend their entire life doing this exact same thing because we never take the time to engage in honest self-examination. And if we don't do that, there's no way we're ever going to believe someone else's examination of us. So we buy this program, we attend that seminar, we sign up for these courses, and nothing works. Even though there are tons of testimonials from hundreds who've seen their lives changed from the very same prescription you've given yourself. But the problem is, that's not what you needed. You don't know what you need because you haven't spent that time doing that self-examination. Just like the doctor prescribing the same thing to you as she did to Mr. Johnson, you keep taking the same pills that worked for someone else, and you're not getting any better. Figure out what needs to be changed. Then you can make some real progress. So here's what I'd like you to do today. Take out a piece of paper, and you don't obviously have to do that right now, but if you're in a place where you can, sure, go ahead and, and spend some time looking at yourself honestly. List two or three areas where you can use some real deep personal growth. Be honest with yourself. Get specific as well. And then lay out how you would like to see yourself in those areas. So you've got on the piece of paper where you are and where you'd like to be. And then draw out that roadmap. Now, you don't need to, to, to go see some guru to figure this out. You can probably figure it out. If you're procrastinating, you know you want to go from here to here to go from procrastinator to action taker, you know what you need to do. You will become more aware of that need. And as you procrastinate through the day and as you sit down at your desk and you see that piece of paper over there with the outline of the report you need to get done this week and you think, well, I'm going to go do this other thing, you'll, you'll suddenly be more aware of it. It's kind of like when you buy a new car. All of a sudden you see that car everywhere. Everybody's got one of those. Wow, I didn't know so many people in my neighborhood had the exact same car I just bought. Same thing with this. When you become aware of those areas you need to change, they'll, they'll pop up everywhere. You'll start to see what's happening everywhere, and then you'll be able to take action on that. That doesn't mean that there isn't a need for books or seminars or courses that could potentially help you. Certainly. But just make sure that you've done some self-examination so you know which ones to take. Just taking one because it's, it's being sold to you as the, the next greatest thing, and look at these people who've gone through it, and look at what they've achieved. It may not be what you really need right now. That's what's come with maturity for a lot of people is they stop thinking that, oh, I need that, I need that. I need, no, no, no I, no, I don't need that right now. I'm okay without that. I deal with that when a lot of people recommend books to me. I get, I get that a lot. Oh, you should. this is the greatest book. I can look at it and go, you know what, right now, I don't really need that, but thank you. I mean, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to duly noted, but right now I know I'm in a place where I don't really need that. So draw out that roadmap of where you are and where you want to be and then start to raise your awareness. And that's why I say keep it to two, maybe three areas that you'd like to see improvement because you want to keep these changes top of mind for you as you're going through the day. And remember, you're going to need to go through some pain if you want to have that improvement. You need to go through some immediate discomfort in this process. You need to lift those weights over your head and just do it until it feels uncomfortable. And I'd highly recommend you find an emotional or spiritual or personal spotter, somebody who you can trust, who can stand there with you in case the weight gets too heavy and they can help you put it down carefully so you don't get hurt. That's important. And maybe I'll go over that next week, the, the need for a personal improvement spotter, somebody, an accountability partner, somebody who you can go to and trust will be there for you if what you're trying to change becomes too heavy. 
and you got to set it down. So hopefully you take the time to do that. And if you do, I'd love it if you'd head over to our Facebook page because you're going to have some experiences in this process and some insight, which none of us are going to have. And we're relying on you to share this so that we can all grow. And we're going to do the same. We want to do this all together where we share our insights from our self-examination. Now, you don't have to get personal. You don't have to make yourself too crazy vulnerable on Facebook. As a matter of fact, I encourage you not to do that. And that's the importance of having that spotter I talked about. But share some general things that you realized and you discovered in this process. And other people are going to find that it strengthens them. Because when you have a community and people are changing, we start to build off each other's strength. And so head on over to Facebook.com slash P. Desmond Adams. Again, it's Facebook.com slash P. Desmond Adams. And let's talk about this. Let's talk about what you're experiencing. If you appreciate this podcast and you want to help others discover it, would you please leave a rating and a review in iTunes or a rating or a review? When you do that, iTunes helps others discover what we're doing here with the Mental Mastery Moment. And it's a lot easier for people to find this podcast. It's real easy for you to do that rating or review. If you have iTunes installed on your your computer. It'll open automatically when you go to pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. Again, pdesmondadams.com slash iTunes. If you're using Stitcher Radio, same thing. I'd love to get a rating in Stitcher Radio. You can go to pdesmondadams.com slash Stitcher. And it's a great app if you're looking for something to use on your Android. Stitcher is a fantastic tool to have. I really want you to realize you're an amazing person for even wanting to listen to something like this. It just dawned on me as I was writing out the notes for this episode. You're clearly making the decision that you're going to be the best human you can possibly be. And I I want to applaud you for that. You could be listening to that zany, wacky morning show on the radio right now, but you're not. You're here. You're doing what you can do to get better. And I want to applaud you for that. Even if it's just limited to this moment in time where you're thinking about the things that you can improve on, that's more than you were probably doing yesterday. So you're in the right spot today, and I I thank you for that, and I I hope that you'll continue to be here as I put out more episodes, and uh, who knows where this is going to take you or me. Thanks so much. I appreciate you, and as always, may your reach always extend beyond your grasp. 